1: Zach Dag- <laughs> i shouldn 't have gone for it when i can 't pronounce someone's name Dag- Agostino. sorry for that uh, it says here on their band camp it 's a sonic assault of homemade electronics, blasting drum beats and screeching vocals. I thought that
0: was absolutely brilliant. maybe made want to pump my fist in the air, maybe I want to book them for some shows i 'm all over that
1: yeah, and get they get them over they, you know can 't be too can 't be too much, but they have a that 's their first ever release. the track was called Diurnal and it's uh, from the album called Breadboard, out through the excellent Crash Symbols uh, label. Uh, mostly a cassette label, uh, but they are very, very, very good. Uh, but ccmoss.bandcamp.com if you need to pick up a copy of that, which I think you do. It's out on cassette. It's also
0: digital as well. Cool. I want to play you a new one from uh, from Daphne, the uh, solo uh, moniker over uh, Dan Snaith of Caribou. He did an excellent album about five years ago. I can't remember what it's called, but it was Green, the cover. That doesn't help. <laughs>
1: it was like... Just give, give me a colour. It was great. That's like it.
0: Every song on there was a DJ banger. The yeah, man is...
1: That's not much of a surprise, yeah. is it, really? The man
0: is... Yeah, he's a, a wonderful artist, and by all accounts, a great dude as well. Um, And, yeah, so he's, he's been a while. I guess he's done a Caribou <laughs> album and a bits and bobs. I think he's got some kids now as well. I bumped into him on the bus in the... Up by Stanford Hill a couple of years ago, and he had a with a wife and a young child.
1: All oh, right, so, so yeah, I'd expect so unless it was just some miscellaneous young child that was with him. <laughs>
0: I'm probably, I'm nearly certain that was him anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's a new uh, a new Daphne record is here. It's called Jolly My. I'm not sure what that means. that um, jolly with an I, and then M A I. No. I don't
2: know Perhaps
0: Jolie May Jolie May and I, don't, I wasn't super super keen on the lead uh, sort of what they've gone for as the single but there's this one online too which I think is really weird and absolutely great and it's called Face to Face we hey, say- we go. That is Face to Face by Daphne. See what I mean? What a weird tune. Very, very strange. It's like like dance music stripped back to its barest, barest bones. It's like I can't remember the last time that such little sound made me want to dance so much. It's having a little I call this the studio, but really it's the lounge, a little studio boogie.
1: A lounge boogie. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's a, it's a very strange song. There's not much else I can really say about it. So <laughs> I try to think what it really reminds me of. It kind of reminded
0: you know. me of like a little bit of like post punky ESG, yeah. Bush Tetras, sort of drums and bass groovy kind of thing.
1: A very sort of one simplistic... Uh, baseline reminds a bit of jive baby on a saturday night by the jellies
0: exactly the it's the same era of uh, of of post punk really like yeah. sort of mid mid 80s uh, sort of yeah that's also groovy an, new york action
1: that's also a painful dance for track oh yeah jive baby on a saturday so night so slow do, do 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 do
0: it's like it's groovy but it's like it's slow it's, it's slow, slow 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 and it goes on for ages
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. jive
0: baby on a saturday night go Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: You can't tell what obviously on the radio but Anthony is just like trying to dance really, around yeah, to it. Slow slow boogie. It's very cumbersome. It's like kind of like a sloth dancing.
0: Also, I and probably most people listening to this haven't DJ before, but sometimes you'll have a song that you're pretty sure like you listen to it like, "Oh, this is great. This is really going to work." But then when he you, you you play it to a dance floor and it doesn't work at all and you instantly see why yeah. you're like all oh, right that is nowhere near as dancing that was as that, were, as that was gonna i thought that was gonna be in my head
1: we've all made that mistake
0: <laughs> we'd certainly like,
1: have. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a distant invitation the field recordings from uh, burma and thailand and cambodia which i referenced because it's right next to me now but yeah you dj'd yeah. that once and it's it this
0: wonderful like, record from sublime frequencies and there's a track on there um called Myanmar. field recordings from some uh, Myanmar temples and some devotional music, and it pr- sounds pretty banging. It's proper banging. And I was like, M- "This is this is dance music." And but I was like, I knew full well, you know, I'm a reasonably experienced DJ now, that nobody was going to go for that. Mm-hmm. But I was DJing at essentially like a proper like freaky psychedelic party hosted by Flamingods, and I was DJing, and you could I was playing some pretty out there music. It was packed, I think, about thirty forty people in the dance floor. Let's say, and I was like, if I can't. Do it now. When can I do it? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I've completely tanked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but one, uh, one of my uh, favorite DJ triumphs of yours was playing White Pod Shupan's uh, Ding Ding Dong from Paradise Bangkok, <laughs> which, I mean, is the exact opposite of what we were just describing. Yeah. So on the face of it, you'd be like, is that really a dance floor song? But as soon as you put it on a dance floor, you're like... Oh my God, this it, is yeah, like definitely perfect definitely is. I
0: played it, I remember, which one are you thinking about?
1: Or? Uh, the one that just says ding, ding, no, ding. No, no, no,
0: which DJ set? Or?
1: Oh, it was at um, Bussy Building. Exactly,
0: that's the one I was thinking, I've played that song loads of times, but yeah. the one I was thinking of was I Busy think that Building. was the
1: debut outing of it, because I think we'd come <laughs> from the label market when you'd purchased oh, it. Oh, was it? And then you were playing. Yeah, you know, I remember
0: playing that. Like, that was fun.
1: Oh, yeah. But as I uh, say so on my, my favorite label show this week, well, last week, I was interviewing Chris Menest from Paradise Bangkok, and he was saying that that track is like the staple of his sets. It's like <laughs> the one that always goes down well. That's cool. I could understand.
0: Um Yeah, I feel like we're sort of referencing loads of songs that we're not playing, but maybe we'll... we'll, If you go on the Independent Music Podcast Facebook, we'll sort of post some links to these songs that we're talking about, so you can have a listen. What you got next? Well,
1: actually, if you uh, listen to my favourite labels, the last Mm -hmm. show, it opens with Ding Ding Dong, so you don't even have to listen to the interview. You can just listen to that (laughs) one song, and you've got it. Um, I'm going to play some music from a Lithuanian producer called Broken Chord. He's a chap called Anestis Kauslas. He's from Lith. I said he's from Lithuania. He had a amazing 12-inch a couple years back now uh, called A Girl of 13 Summers, also through Black Acre. He's got a new LP. It's called Endless Transmission. And this is a track from it called Okra.
0: kind of reminded me a bit of like the sort of ninja tune releases that were coming out when we first started the podcast back in yeah 2009 2010 2010,
1: 2010 was when we first started doing these and yeah black acre records is a label that has featured prominently over the last seven years well apart from the two or three that we didn't actually do any in But no, they uh, are always sort of changing tact and direction from what essentially used to be a dubstep label. They release all sorts of stuff now. But this latest release of theirs by a chap called Broken Chord. The album is called Endless Transmission, and that track was called Okra. You can pick it up from uh, Black Acre. On their on their Bandcamp or their rec- on uh, on their website, uh, Broken Code. There is a guy who actually resides in the Hague. It says here because he's finishing his Bachelor of Music Studies at the Institute of Sonology. Sinology. Sonology. Study o- of sound. Yeah, exactly. I would have thought, uh, but no. Yeah, it seems to have done loads of different stuff. Uh, did a remix for Tom York that ended on the uh, up on the King of Limbs record. Solid. And yeah he bet that could...
0: paid for some paid
1: for some tuition I bet it did it says he composed music for Danish theater group hotel Proforma uh, winning the prestigious Lithuanian golden cross of stage theater award so there you go wow. and, it's, yes, so...
0: So, and also it 's the place of my the place of my family
1: yeah played uh, played a lot with uh, bonobo and Radiohead and loads of people nice so well, doing all right for himself
0: good effort too him um, customary time now it 's the metal one from Anthony Um, this is a new track by London band Gould they're a band I like very much I had them supporting Melt Banana in the summer Uh, they they are their new album they have been released on Ritual Productions in the past but their new album is being released on a newly formed record label of the metal record shop Crypt of the Wizard on Hackney Road
1: such an amazing (laughs) record shop name if I was into metal more
0: (laughs) I popped by there after a meeting um, uh, last week It, it looked like a record shop yeah. But, but I'm not really someone even though I do like a bit of metal I'm not sort of going to buy a load of metal records
1: did you go in and ask for recommendations to I like did. keep your keep the cadence going on your metal <laughs> <Yeah>. for,
0: uh, <laughs> I didn't know about? but since this is the new release on the store's own record label that they've made especially we could have feasibly said that they could have chosen this Yeah. so yeah Gould here we go this is called Ruptured Earth <laughs> A new one from Gould, "Ruptured Earth," brackets head in the sand, is uh, is that one? Love it. Yep, I think it's a, I really enjoyed that. I hope you, I hope you don't mind the sort of uh, the metal interlude of the podcast. Now I know that people listening to this podcast are here because they've got open-minded ears. So. I hope you, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I do.
1: I don't care if anyone didn't like it. We enjoyed <laughs> we it. We enjoyed it. We that's, loved and it.
0: That's what's important. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can always fast forward. can't
1: can Anthony dropped to one knee as soon as that first riff came in and started <laughs> pumping his fist. It was a it was a sight to behold. But yeah, I I'm enjoyed the battle. To be honest, I it's definitely like, am as well. It's not my it's not usually my thing. Although I do love like a big sort of heavy, guitary, noisy thing. In my life, but I am going to counteract all of this with something a little bit more soothing. It's a, uh, a duo from Taiwan. Uh, they're they're called Scattered Purgatory. Uh, they're released through Guru Guru Brain, which is a uh, Japanese and Dutch uh, record label.
0: It's um one of the guys from Kigaku Moyu, is at least one of the guys, is involved in, uh, in that. That's uh, the Japan the Tokyo psychedelic band that I saw recently at Corsica Studios, and they were good.
1: Yeah, and they, uh, they specialise in sort of drone and psych music, don't they, really? this
0: Liverpool Psych Fest did a Guru Guru Brain stage, not this year, but the last year.
1: Oh, right, so similar to what well, they did Castle Face this year, exactly. didn't they? Um, But they've uh, got an album called Suahimzun. It's out on the 22nd of October, and here's a track from it. It's called Night Over the Fish Road. Music there from Scattered Purgatory, a track called "Night Over the Fish Road" is taken from Suahim Hyam Sun, which is going to be mispronounced, but that's how I'm going to read the name of the album. It's uh, on Guru Guru Brain uh, from uh, Japan and the Netherlands, and yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. There's a long press release, uh, but I'm not going to go into it. It's not really a huge amount I can say. <laughs> Apart from, me, I enjoyed it immensely, and I think it uh, was quite a nice. Uh, antidote to the m- six minutes of brutal metal that went before it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that makes a nice... Uh... Nice. Change of direction. Exactly. Oh, I was think, trying to think of one word that subscri- describes that, but there is definitely one, but I can't.
1: I'm, I'm really intrigued. A nice as companion. How, a companion. I'm really intrigued <laughs> as to what you're going to, like, sort of twist it into now. It's what direction we're going to go i going to play on?
0: some sort of weird dance music. It's a new single from Helena Half. I'm not sure if we've ever played her on the podcast before, but this is, I believe, her first release on Ninja Tune. She's been releasing on loads of dance labels over the last decade or so. Um, German DJ, she's sort of become one of the big names really on the sort of on the sort of circuit now filling up massive clubs all over the world and she's been really she i haven't seen her play before but i've listened to her mixes and some of her music and it's definitely the very good end of techno and stuff like that and uh yes i th- i think she's she's simon ninja it looks like and i don't think she's ever done release with them before so here it is it's called gift Helena how I was thinking if you remember the not waving song that we played last week, if I was out DJing in the club I could mix that one into that one for some yeah, some sort of uh Italo techno good good it'd, stuff.
1: It'd work very well, very nicely <laughs> as well. So definitely a Corsica studio sort of DJ. Exactly. Set,
0: Helena played at Corsica two months ago as part of the after parties to Sunfall Festival. I yeah. wasn't there, but apparently it was very, very busy.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's uh yeah, so, uh, I realised last week as well as the Mad Lib show. As I, well. I was fun
0: literally of... just about to say that because it popped up on my phone like on Sunday. like today's the Mad Lib thing, and I was like, oh, "God damn it, that yeah. wasn't available. We weren't we weren't going to do it." I would... as much as it would have been great
1: to watch Mad Lib in I, a, a small club. I was completely underneath a duvet, being ill and. Me and Moany.
0: I didn't end up going to that roast in the end. Oh
1: no! No, Grace cancelled. Oh, she cancelled the roast. No Sunday roast. Not very good radio. This it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably edit this a little bit out. Um, I've got a track though, which I don't. I don't think it's quite. I can't exactly remember how it goes. But I wrote a note that says sort of zombie, zombie esque. So maybe moving fit. in
0: with the with the last song.
1: Yeah, maybe it would. But I don't want to commit to that because. <laughs> You know, I've only listened you can't to. Can't remember a, what
0: it sounds like. Exactly.
1: Not entirely, no. But it's by um, it's by a chap, uh, well, a chap that goes by the name of Filthy Huns. Uh, it's Filthy
0: l- Huns.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Oh, Jesus. It's uh, released through Not Not Fun, a record label of Peaking Lights and a couple of other people. It's uh, released on cassette on 28th of November. Uh, the record is called Forever Beast, and this is the title track. It's a chap called Nick Cronings. He's uh yeah, f- uh, from uh, the US. Uh, not not fun is the name of the record label. Forever Beast is the name of the track and the album as well, also out on cassette twenty eighth of November. He's from Minneapolis. Indianapolis? Minneapolis. Minneapolis? <laughs> Minneapolis. Miniana, the... Miniana, Minneapolis. Minneapolis Minneapolis <laughs> Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I'd actually been Oh
0: wait, right. right. good. I that, that, that counts. On, on a golf duty?
1: Uh, yeah, it was actually. I was only there for like about a day and a Little half. Little
0: known uh, fact is that Gareth used to be a golf correspondent.
1: I actually used to edit a golf trade magazine. <laughs> golf Course News International, GCNI.
0: And I thought it's very impressive for a man who's probably never really played a round of golf in his life.
1: No probably, no, probably about it. I have never played a round of golf in my life. I've swung <laughs> a club a few times. Uh, mostly that job was me making uh, sexual innuendos about ball washers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds as good as a job can get yeah what what more do you want Midlife life is that how old are you 22 23 yeah 22 yeah um you know That. What, what, more, what more can you want i felt that you know you peaked too early yeah well
1: the <laughs> the other thing um was i remember writing an article which was explaining how to use a automated tee-up system so like on a driving range where the balls just like automatically uh tee themselves up and so you start with you empty your balls into the hopper <laughs> the phrase empty your balls was like what am i personally proud of
0: <laughs> i'm actually a man who has been on the driving range many times did you so... empty
1: your balls into a hopper probably <laughs> <laughs> but constantly emptying my balls <laughs>
0: I'm gonna play you a little slice of three minutes of indie rock. It's a new song from the Breeders. That's Kim Deal from the Pixies uh, band after she left there many a moon ago. And um, yeah, no idea when they last did an album, but I think like it was probably a while ago. And um, today's a new one from that. It's called Wait in the Car. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I thought that, that it was uh, not only just a good song, but it's quite good in this week's podcast, you know, with all sort of long metal tunes and electronic experimentation and all the rest. It's a good bit of two minutes sort of pop punk. Um The Breeders, Wait in the Car, Gaz described it as Elastica at their best when it was on. and uh, That it, is a compliment. Exactly. And we are like 33 years old. And uh, we have fond memories of Elastica when we were younger.
1: Still, still love Elastica. Still,
0: oh, I haven't done anything in twenty years or something. Have no,
1: there, there, there have been rumours. Although their second record was pretty awful, yeah. Um, but their first one is still, still stands up. I mean, it sounds like it was recorded in the nineties as it was, and it's very Brit poppy. <laughs> but in terms of how good Britpop could have been. It's definitely one of the best records. The band of that I liked era. around
0: that time was the first Skunk and Nancy album. Yeah. Paranoid and Sunburn.
1: I always really disliked Skunk and Nancy. Oh,
0: really? yeah. The second album was obviously massively popular, but I yeah. remember when I was a kid, it was like one of the first CD albums that I bought myself. Yeah. Don't know don't know what it was. I think it was that single week. I heard it on the radio and thought it was great.
1: First CD I ever bought was Gold by Prince. Nice. Like the single.
0: Hmm. First C D single can't remember i remember buying a single from the levelers on tape and that skunk and nancy cd was definitely one of the first ones
1: i remember buying wannabe by the spice girls on tape nice It was just a slipcase tape <laughs> um first uh first vinyl i ever bought um like off my own back was uh green jelly three little pigs on seven inch vinyl say so, uh Punk, I don't even know who that is. Punk rendition of the Three Little Pigs story. It's brilliant. Still got it. Is it,
0: is it really? yeah it is. It doesn't sound great, a punk it's, rendition uh, of the It was Three pretty popular
1: at the time. It came on pig colored vinyl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea what my first record was. Just no memory at all. No.
1: I uh, also, the first LP I ever had uh, was bought for me by my parents. It was Jive Bunny, uh, that Jive Bunny Megabix. Like, come on, everybody. Like,
0: oh yeah,
1: yeah, no, 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 yeah. yeah it's one. like a pop uh, mega mix of loads of terrible songs. Uh, still have that as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's alongside a shape up to motherhood in my record collection, which was. <laughs> which was <clears throat> which, shape up to motherhood. Uh, I must have shown you this before, but for those who don't know, and for the purposes of the podcast, it's a, a double LP uh, exercise vinyl, uh, which is exercises for women who are. Uh, The first LP on it is for when you are pregnant. So the prenatal and the second one is to get yourself into shape afterwards. Exactly. But it's all exercises done to smooth jazz. It's (laughs) awesome.
0: Is it like a Finders Keepers release? (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: probably would be now. Like it's kind yeah, of it's thing. Yeah, it's
0: going to get reissued on like an actual sort of like sent, like a avant-garde library label.
1: Some of it stands up, man. Stands up like thirty, forty years later. <laughs> does it? <now>? It does. <laughs> Makes you stand up. Yeah. Well, you better believe it. <laughs> um, I'm going to play some music now from uh, Death Is Not the End Records. It's a label we played a few weeks ago. I played the "I'm Always Crying" record from uh, Nina de la Publa, the a uh, blind flamenco singer. From spain Uh, they've got a new record coming out uh, which i know a lot less about uh, by someone called east of the valley blues it's only two tracks on the record and this one is 19 minutes long so i'm going to play a couple minutes of it, and uh, you know then we'll fade it out won't play the whole whole thing Uh, but the record is called fayette and this is called lesser (laughs) sunday
0: it's quite beautiful guys
1: yeah east of the valley blues if you want more of that it goes on for another like uh, 10 minutes or so uh com if you want to hear it uh, the cassette's called fayette no i know nothing of east of the valley blues and yeah lesser asunder, the name of the track Yeah, that's it. That's all you're getting. I
0: was saying to Gaz off mic that I've got a soft spot for that kind of uh, playing a little bit because that's the sort of guitar playing that I used to like to play when I was younger. I used to play a lot of guitar, played in a few bands and I used to like like playing just solo acoustic by myself. But I was, uh, I played quite well but I was crap at learning songs. Like I didn't know any scales and I was not, couldn't like read music or even, and I like, I couldn't play you like any hits really. But what I just used to like to play was just play by myself. I could do finger picking, bluegrass, flamenco styles, sort of thing. But like, and I used to like to record sort of sometimes some weird music by myself, but it was long before I ever knew that, you know, people, some people actually kind of like that sometimes. And mm. now I hear some music, I'm thinking, oh man, that's the kind of thing that maybe I used to like make 15 years ago, like in that sort of region. I'm sure it wasn't very good, but. Just think instead of an
1: impoverished music promoter, you could have been a more impoverished musician <laughs> yeah, instead. Yeah, could be a
0: more impoverished avant-garde guitarist. Well, that's about all we've got time for. Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's podcast. We really appreciate having you here. I'm going to play you the new one from Caitlin Aurelia-Smith to Clothes. We paid you on the podcast about a year or so ago.
1: Whenever she last had a record. Yeah, when she
0: last released um, her album, uh, her album, an album. This one's released on Western vinyl. I feel like the last one was associated with City Slang or associated with City Slang or something like that. But I could be remembering wrong. Um and yeah, this is called uh, "The Kid" is the album, and this is the lead track. It's the album's going to be out on the sixth of October. In fact, sixth October is now. It's out.
1: It's out right now, mate. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and I think I think I think you'll enjoy this sort of like a, a very interesting electronic artist. I within... know the last
1: time we uh, played Caitlin Aurelia Smith mm-hmm. was episode eighty four on the twenty first of March, twenty sixteen. And the record came out on Western Vinyl. Absolutely the same
0: label as this one. I think it's that I heard of it maybe through someone. What a
1: great uh, show. Uh, We had had Slab Dragger on there. We had Girl Sweat. Uh, We had Gain Stage, that RGB sun that no one remembers what it is, but every time we play it, because we played it on the Best of People, like, how have I missed this? This is the best. (laughs) It's like one of the best things ever. Uh, Also played Kendrick Lamar who's uh, playing in london next year and yeah c- a couple of other people and They've- if you
0: want to go back and get your teeth into some old episodes that are all as good as that independent dot net is the place all of our episodes are listed track lists you can listen to everything it should be ooh, your, your place for good music oh yes <laughs> cool. course so we'll be back with you next week i'm off uh, to bruges for the week with uh, my nan which i'm very much looking forward to